So welcome to the fifth episode of my podcast, which actually has a name now. And finally, Gina's Excellent Encounters. In this podcast, I try to find interesting people uh, and talk to them about a topic which is close to their heart. And today with me is Emily. Hi, Emily. Hello. And Kim. Hi, Kim. Hello. So, and our topic today is adoption, which is a topic you don't really often hear about, at least if you're not uh, adopted or yourself uh, so what i know about this is that i was married to a swedish woman that's why i live in in sweden now we're not married uh, anymore but back then she had a daughter who was two years old and her father he lived in stockholm which is like about 500 kilometers uh, away from here gothenburg where she lived and so so I kind of slipped into the father role because I was the the male in in the family. So, and yeah I still have a lot uh, we we meet each other quite a lot and we st we still are. I'm friends with the mother uh, so and yeah it it works quite well. But that's how, uh, what I know about adopt something like adoption because I didn't adopt her, so so from the other side basically. But you guys, you you Emily have mm. been adopted and yep. you came uh, been living in a foster care family or yes, what do you call it? So, but perhaps uh, we start with introducing. Uh, so, int please introduce yourself, Emily. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm 29. I was born in South Korea and adopted to Sweden when I was three months old. Okay, quite early. And you, Kim? Yes, uh, my my name is Kim, and uh, I'm uh, 35 years old. And I uh, was born in Gothenburg and uh, got put into foster care when I was uh, a year old. Mm -hmm. And uh, was ad adopted to a family in uh, Lerum, which is uh, two miles outside of Gothenburg. But have you been adopted or just put into the family? So yeah, uh, is there a difference? Yeah, there is a difference because they don't, they, they never adopted me because okay. uh, there is um, a family who takes care of foster care kids mm -hmm. uh, gets paid. Okay, and uh, if they adopt the kids, they don't get paid. So there is no interest <laughs> in that. Uh, okay, I guess yeah, we will come later to it. I have yeah. here a list which of topics which we will try to to go through. So, uh, you Emily, mm -hmm. you've been adopted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but in in you you been adopted to Stockholm as far as I know? Yeah, I just came, I came to Stockholm first mm -hmm. and then I moved when I was 16 to Gothenburg. Okay, on your own or with the f with your family? Uh, on my own. Okay, okay. But with a boyfriend. Okay. Who yeah. I'm not currently with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, great. Uh, what do you work with? Uh, technical support, just yes. over the phone. So people call you when they yeah when something work. does not work <laughs> and they do not know how to fix it uh, and you tell them have yeah. you tried turning it off and on yes again? that is actually <laughs> very true nice <laughs> and you Kim your occupation yeah I'm a refrigeration mechanic okay so what so I um, 
fix uh, people's refrigerators and mm. uh, 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 stores, uh, make sure they have their cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I heard you fix tractors also. Yeah, <laughs> in a tractor today there is uh, air condition mm-hmm. because uh, the season is a lot shorter and it's during the high summer uh, in back in the days. It was in September you harvested, so it wasn't oh. needed. But since you have a lot of better crops and better insect pesticides, and mm. then you need AC in your mm, air condition mm. in your. I did not truck. know that. Yeah. So it's for the person who sits in the tractor. Yeah, and I work in a firm uh, in a place called Skaraborg, and okay. it's a really, really rural area mm-hmm. with a lot of uh, farms ah, cool. so yeah. uh, my main customers is farms farmers okay yeah and they they need heat pumps and you know yeah yeah so i'm driving there yeah is it interesting <laughs> yeah, it? yeah come yeah i come from uh, gothenburg oh, so yeah. it's uh, very different yeah. I, I worked in oslo and uh, well it's something else mm, absolutely <laughs> and you live there with your children yeah i uh, moved out there met the woman and we she was from there so we okay and you have two, two boys <laughs> i have two boys and uh, how old are they three and four oh, nice <laughs> and uh, no adoptions <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> so Perhaps you could tell you as your story so yeah. how how you got into this, Kim. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. My um, uh, I was put in foster care when I was a year old. Mm-hmm. It was determined determined before I was born because my oh. parents were, uh, yeah, they were hippies mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, drug addictions and uh, problems. So. Yeah. Uh, the foster service decided that early and um, yeah so uh, i went to this family in the lerum and um, which is basically just outside of gothenburg here yeah exactly and um, uh, they had it was a it was a family who uh, uh, had a lot of foster care children okay because uh, yeah and it's a lot like that because uh, everyone else I know, most of them, they uh, they've been in families where they have a lot of foster care family. Okay. Uh, because uh, they don't have many families. Oh, okay. So that's why. Okay. Yeah, one of the main uh, issues. No, no reasons uh, they do it is because there is a lot of money. There is, you get paid. Do you know how much? Yeah, back in my days it was like six, seven thousand a month. So like seven hundred dollars, based or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and um, so per child, I guess. Yeah, but today I think it's a lot more. Oh. I heard, uh, I read the numbers, but that's like twice that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but it's like thirty years later now so <laughs> yeah so it's uh, like everything is uh, exactly. twice as yeah. Uh, yeah and i mean a child costs a lot of money that's let's be honest yeah but there, there is there is of course uh, idealistic families and yeah. uh, christian families that does this because they really want to help okay 
Then there is the, a large group of families that uh, they uh, they need money, mm-hmm. and they see this as an opportunity to okay. economically make things work. And uh, yeah, so normal families don't do this. They have a mm-hmm. lot big problem finding families. Yeah, that's why they stuff as many kids as they can in each. So home. if you find some family which is uh, which wants to take someone, then you try to. Yeah, yeah, they work very hard to make sure they take more mm-hmm. children. I see. And um, so, how many children were you in your foster family? Uh, some were just there a few years, and some went and go, and you know, but uh, at most, I think we were like ten or something. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah, and uh, my family, they uh, they have they sold groceries at mm-hmm. the market mm-hmm. outside. And uh, without the foster care family, that would never have worked. I see. So it wasn't like mm. uh, I, I can. Uh, the, the, it was. It wasn't optimal. Yeah. But uh, when I think about it for myself, I had the same parents from I was one year old till I was grown up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad for that. So when did you leave leave the family? How old were you? I was twenty. Twenty. Okay. But I I kept in touch yeah. because it was my mother and father. Yeah. Then I also had contact with my biological father. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, irregular. Well, okay. Okay. So how about you? Um. Well, I mean. Uh, adoption back in the day <laughs> because mm-hmm. I feel so old now <laughs> because nowadays when you do adoption from uh, international adoptions you go to the country educate yourself about the country and the culture mm-hmm. and then bring the child back with you mm-hmm. uh, in my day you were the child was just sent to you like a package oh, so, so yeah so they just put t- children on a plane and the stewardess just took care of you during the flight and then they just came and picked you up in, in the airport. So we have pictures from when my mother okay. in Sweden came and picked me up in the airport. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I've had the same parents all my life in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know um, pretty much a lot about my biological family compared to other people I've talked to who are adopted from South Korea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because most children are just either found on the street or just in orphanages. Uh, I was actually, they handed me into an orphanage and then I had a foster mother for just like a month or something. Okay, and then Korea. I was adopted away. Oh, I see. So, so do you know why they had to give you away? Yeah, they were. I think there were four people living in a one-bedroom apartment. So, okay. so they thought this would be the best, best. for me hmm. and them, I guess. Mm, okay, interesting. So it's just money, money, a money thing. Mm. To save money, or do they did they get money? No, no, I don't think they got any money. I'm not oh. sure actually, but I just think they just felt we can't take care of an, another mouth. We okay. just can't. Mm. We don't have enough money. We don't have the resources uh, because uh, I was the youngest and. Mm-hmm. But funny thing is, that after me, another child came along, and oh. they kept her. But I guess they had a better economic situation. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Have you met this no. young, younger sister? No, no, I haven't met them. But I have. I have um, 
sent letters and they've sent letters and things to me um, and pictures, of course. So, um, yeah, I look very much alike my older sisters. Uh So Hmm. it's very creepy, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kim, perhaps because... You've not been adopted. Could you explain the difference between like a foster care family and being adopted like Emily? Yeah, like um, my parents had problems and social services mm-hmm. decided this. So uh, that's a difference, I guess. Um, and um, like uh, my parents got paid. So there there was this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I... To tell you something, the family I come to wasn't good. They had some issues, alcoholic problems and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, well, a lot of parents, a lot of kids grow up with that, but that's not optimal for putting children, especially if you have like no. eight children. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. So, but uh, at yeah, at the same time, I understand that it's very hard to find families willing to take in children. Mm-hmm. So. I'm at the same time I'm very humble because uh, I had a family and uh, mm-hmm. I uh, thanks to the Swedish educational system I have an education and a job and everything I mean yeah I am very humble to live in this great country mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it is a great country <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so if they would adopt you they would not get any money then later yeah exactly but because then you are like a their child child. yeah yeah so So that's basically the the main difference is in a foster family you are they just take care of just Mm. they take care of you but in a when you get adopted then you they have all the legal obligations and Mm. everything like with a a, yeah and they have to pay when adopting okay yeah and also, uh, if uh, my parents, real parents, would you know straighten up their lives, they could come and claim me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that that's a ah. huge difference oh. too. I think oh, very I rich uh, families, mm-hmm. uh, in in my guess or uh, opinion, or is that richer families adopt from far further away somebody who can never be mm. taken away from them mm-hmm. because that's their child. That's mm. like something else. Uh, a foster family that's like uh, but but there is very idealistic families i have two uh, biological uh, siblings mm-hmm. and both of them got into really good families that mm-hmm. did it because they want to help and uh, you know uh, but you so all got split up we got split up oh, okay. uh, but one uh, both live fairly uh, close to gothenburg so are you still in contact with them? Yeah, I have good contact with my brother and uh, my sister. Uh, uh, no, not very good. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's also because uh, her family didn't want us to have mm-hmm. connection to her oh, or that. Okay. So it's a, it's a big world of, you know, a lot of people yeah. thinking Feelings, this, think that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and your siblings from the foster family? Yeah, I have uh, two sisters who I regularly mm-hmm. uh, do things with, like yeah, yeah. Christmas and uh, nice. stuff like that. So, <laughs> and uh, then there is others who, you know, 
Yeah. You lose contact because you're not very like. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I guess when you've been there like for 18, now 19 years, the, so, but when someone is just for a short time period of time, they don't get that attached to the family. No. Mm. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of uh, factors that mm. play in when like, their own child, uh, children, they were like 17 when I got there. So oh, I don't I really grew up with them no, at mm. all. Obviously. <laughs> no, so, no, but you know, uh, uh, I had a pretty good childhood, uh, mm. even if they, uh, they had some alcoholic issues, you know. Okay. Emily, you mm? told us that you had uh, uh, biological siblings, but I think yeah. you have also... Yeah, I siblings. have a sibling here who is not biological, but I mean, we grew up together, so mm. she's my sister. But she comes from a whole other family in South Korea as well. She doesn't look like me at all. Oh. <laughs> no, she really doesn't. No one has ever mistaken us for sisters. Oh, so, so, so you've both been adopted. Did they have yeah. their uh, own children before that? No, after? they couldn't have. Okay, That's okay. why they adopted. Um and she is six years older than me, mm -hmm. and she got here when she was four or three, three or four. So it's quite a big difference okay, in yeah. experience getting yeah. to Sweden because, I mean, she could talk and things like that. So yeah. she didn't really understand. She had, hadn't seen snow and things like that. <laughs> so yeah. it was very different for her coming to Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you said uh, you didn't look like your sister mm. because that is something I remember from when I was like three years old. Mm. I looked at my mother and father, and they are like really big, uh, brown-haired, like Gina, mm. uh, and I'm like skinny, blonde, blonde. <laughs> and uh, I remember that being very, you know. Uh, it put deep thoughts into a small child like mm. why don't I look like mom and dad huh. and uh, yeah. Mm. yeah I guess you yeah for me similar. yeah of course uh, but for me it's, we've never been like they've never done a big reveal like you're adopted because I've always known because mm -hmm. I don't look like anyone in my family pretty mm -hmm. much my sister is I'm very light skinned and she's very, pretty much pretty dark skinned mm -hmm. uh, even though we're from the same country uh, and it's just, uh, you just know that we're not really blood related and you can just look at them. But yeah, and you, so yeah, it's always been something there when p kids in, in school talk about who they look like and things like mm -hmm. that. And you really don't have anyone to compare to. So it's yeah. always been kind of strange, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So I have here a small list. Uh, Let's just speculate because we don't know <laughs> this stuff. But so we only know about your family. So, but I have here. So, why would uh, someone give their children away? We've talked about the, uh, you, Emily, mm. um, about the, basically the economical situation, mm. and for you, uh, with the uh, the problems they had, social services. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's a really good thing that we have social services. Yeah, agreed. And uh, yeah. So, 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 who then adopts children? So, what what kind of people are those? Uh, for the foster family, we talked a bit about the <laughs> incentive with the money, or like 
the Christian families who do it for for the sake of goodness, I guess. Mm. Uh, but uh, if you adopt a child, like your parents adopted you, mm. they didn't. They couldn't have their own children. Yeah. Uh, but they are also uh, like I know. Uh, like stars like madonna they adopt children why why do they do it uh, <laughs> yeah. god madonna okay. <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah. she has Angelina like seven Angelina children yeah. and her army yeah exactly <laughs> oh god <laughs> they can play football against it yeah. <laughs> i i think it's down because i know i mean a lot of celebrities go to these countries mm. like poorest africa if we can be that yeah. stereotypical and and they see all like the, the misery. misery i guess and they just decide i need to do something and this is their way of trying to mm. fix it instead of just throwing money at it directly i guess mm. i probably they probably do that too mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah but i guess sometimes they uh, so i don't know how it is but if if for example your mother and father die mm. then you can get adopted by your by the brother of your parent or something like that that's Hap does it happen sometimes or do you know or is it like was it back in the days and nowadays it's like uh, this anonymous yeah. thingy hey, well uh, if my sisters would something would happen to them mm. i would adopt their kids so i'm pretty sure that happens but does it work like that or do you have to or basically can you <laughs> yeah i mean i think yeah, you, you probably can you can probably say to them that uh, i have a connection to okay. them and probably get okay to do it unless there is a problem with you otherwise like you oh. don't have a job and you don't have a place to live mm -hmm. it might be hard to adopt your kids yeah but mm -hmm. but if there is no uh obstacles that way i th don't think they They yeah, would. So I don't think they will deny you because mm. they really need that help. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, because social services in Sweden have huge problems. It's mm -hmm. not very simple for them to find families. Mm. So what? What would be the if if they can't find a, a foster family or someone to adopt the kid? What, what orphanage? Orphanage. Okay. Are there many kids in orphanages? Do you know? No. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't know. Good okay. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess people like me who get married uh, to someone who also already has a kid, they sometimes or perhaps even often adopt the kid. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, uh, you. Uh, You did know about your uh, biological parents, and you are in contact with them. But sometimes I hear, like from movies and so on, mm -hmm. that kids don't know how uh, is is this. So, who decides if the kid ha uh, can or cannot know that? Um, I'm not sure about like the rules and things like that because just with me, it's because they actually. Uh, did the responsible thing and brought me in and actually mm. signed papers and their information. So I have their name and their ages at the time and mm. things like that uh, and why and other things. Mm. Uh, but other children I know I've talked with that I think most people really don't know because they're usually just left somewhere 
they just left on the stoop or on the streets and found. Okay. So they don't really just don't know. Okay. Mm, I, I guess it's later on uh, also a difference. Mm-hmm. For yourself, if you know your roots, or if you just if it's just completely unknown. Yeah, I mean, with uh, at least internationally adopted people, I think you're you're either you want to know more, or you really don't want to talk about it at all. I think yeah. it's it's really black and white in that sense. It's usually not like in the middle. I don't know. It's usually I really want to know, or I really mm. just don't want to talk about this. Mm. So, mm. okay, then I had read about embryo adoption <laughs> mm. this is also like uh, i guess that's when when a woman can't get doesn't have their uh, her own eggs and then they adopt uh, are they use uh, is well, are they using a poor woman's body to uh, oh, give birth to the child okay well that's a surrogate a surrogate okay. yeah is that what we're talking about uh, I don't well, know. <laughs> embryo, uh, because if it's eggs a woman needs, she can just buy them pretty much. Okay. I think because there are like you can donate your eggs, mm. and you as you can donate sperm and things like that. Hmm. I didn't. So I think you can donate eggs. I'm not really hundred percent, but I think you can. Yeah. But surrogate uh, motherships are, mm. uh, of course, a, a kind of uh, adoption. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, well. Uh, but uh, let's talk about what is a surrogate uh, mother or how does this work? Do well, you know? it's uh, like uh, if me and my wife can't have her children mm-hmm. because her body isn't uh, functional for that, okay. I could ask my sister mm-hmm. if she could help me and mm-hmm. carry the child and then she gives birth to it. Okay, That's like the most positive way. Then there is like factories in uh, India and poor countries where women just live and you know give birth to rich people's kids oh, I see. so it's uh, w- uh and uh well uh i i read a lot about this and uh mm-hmm. like uh adopted children and children in foster care they are like four times more likely to commit uh, suicide than mm-hmm. ordinary children so there is something that's not really uh well optimal about it mm-hmm. and uh foster care children have like twice the chance to uh, go into abusing drugs Mm. and similar things but that doesn't apply to adopted children at all Mm. so but that's probably because their parents are richer or something yeah Mm. but uh, surrogate motherships and children born from that Mm -hmm. there isn't much but there is some studies that suggest that uh, it doesn't really work very well for those kids either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they have a problem with uh, accepting that uh, they never been in their mother's womb. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and uh, then there is others like insemination and you know IVF, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that. Uh, well, from what I read, it's not a problem at all, mm-hmm. because then you've been in the mother's womb, you just had some help getting there, and mm. okay. it's not a problem. A lot of interesting <laughs> topics. Yeah, because I'm myself in foster care, I, these kind of stuff, I I get very interested and uh, read a lot about mm. it. So. And you, Emily? Is it for you, like, for him, or is it because you've been 
No. I don't know. Is it different for you? <laughs> no, I find it interesting as well. I mean, you hear about it because um, in vitro, well, when you have a surrogate, because you see this is like a storyline in a movie mm-hmm. many times or a show. And because it's, as I've seen it, it's like you use one woman and only like her belly as, a, as an oven, but mm-hmm. it's still the genes of the parents, mm-hmm. just that she carries the child. Okay. Yeah. So it's still their child, their genes, their blood. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also then interesting that uh, if children that comes from a surrogate still feels like, well, this is my mother because she carried me, but mm-hmm. I have all the genes from my parents. Mm. So then we put, I guess, kids put more um, weight in where they were born in what womb they came mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, uh, it's also when you look at it, uh, you have the genes from both parents inside an, another woman. Then your connection is the genes. That's the connection to the child, and that's very important. But when you adopt children from other countries, the genes doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. It's like then it's a totally different perspective for mm-hmm. the children and connection. It's it's all about family, mm-hmm. about raising, <laughs> and that's. Uh, Yeah, I read that this is called parent-infant system and that the nature basically ensures some flexibility in the beginning when the child is really, really small, who who takes the role uh, of the parenting, then, yeah. I guess back in the days, people died much more often, especially mm. women uh, in childbirth, mm. and then... Yeah, if that would be a big problem, then yeah, uh, I guess that would be a much bigger problem for the children later also. Mm. So some flexibility is, is there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, humans need to adapt to survive. So, mm. yeah. I mean, and also if you have two people who really want a child and can't have it another way, mm. I mean, they will adapt to that situation. They have put themselves in that situation. Take time and money and effort. To get the child through adoption, yeah. international adoption at least. Mm. I'm I'm sure it's the same in domestic. So, mm. is there a difference? Do you know? Domestic, international. <laughs> yeah. Not sure. I'm guessing there is. I mean, there's not like a language barrier. You don't really have to educate yourself about another country, about the culture. Mm. So I'm I'm guessing it's a shorter and less uh, costly experience. I see. Yeah. Most probably. Yeah. 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 Not sure though. So let's talk about the effects on the adoptees, like you two guys. So, uh, how is it being <laughs> adopted? <It's awful>. No. <laughs> do you f- think you feel any different, or? Yeah, I think I do. Mm-hmm. I think because I, I've all you always struggle to fit in when you look very different. Okay, obviously for you it's yeah, because it's you're very Asian. <laughs> okay. The listeners can see you, but yes, you look... Well, they can Asian. imagine a South Korean woman, I hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but that's, okay. Then, uh, then but but that's, I look like a, yeah. a, a like guy from Gothenburg. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a difference. Mm. But, yeah. But you probably still have the feelings, I guess, like I do in that... Uh, I mean, you have your parents and you've lived this up, but they haven't adopted you. But they're still your parents. Yeah, they, they, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, um, yeah, and uh, they died a few years ago. So uh, I had time, to, you know, to uh, 
forgive and forget eller not forget but you know mm-hmm. uh, put the past behind me mm-hmm. because um, it, if I would look at it uh, objectively I would rather grow up in a family with some alcoholic issues than mm-hmm. having to move to an orphanage and you know move around to different families yeah. uh, so yeah. so I'm happy but you know if I look at it how social services acted mm-hmm. I, I can get a little angry because they had proof from when I was eight years old that my uh, my father drank and had mm-hmm. huge problems so they should have done something but they didn't and uh, then when I was 18 my social service uh, uh, lady came and gave me t- uh, tapes with the uh, Christian Bibles and said, uh, you have to forgive. And okay. I was like, okay. I, I was 18 years what? old and I was like, it would have been better if you didn't show up. Yeah. Because like, is that I the joke agree. to spread the <laughs> Christian word? Yeah, and you didn't bother doing your job mm. for the last 10 years. So instead you tried to cover it up. Jesus. Yeah, but at the same time, she probably didn't have some place to put me around. Mm. You know, it, yeah. it would yeah. have been... Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, at some point you just have to leave that behind you. But mm. uh, when you read, you read about you, I don't, you remember that girl in uh, Yara that died in foster care? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh, because it, they had several complaints and, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, then you get very angry because they, they can't, they have to fix this. I mean, if you take care of a child, you it's a huge responsibility and you do a huge uh, uh, impact on the lives of everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it can't be done like overstressed social workers who barely manage their job, you know. Mm. Uh, it, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So more money to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Or restructuring or something, yeah. At the same time, maybe if you look at history, uh, orphanage children probably has it better than ever also. That is true, so, obviously. Uh, we, we shouldn't like, yeah, say yeah. it's really bad. It's probably no, the best ever. I think so too, yeah. yeah. But still, we don't need to, to say, yeah, it's the best yeah. we have, so we don't need to <laughs> make well, it better. Well, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys at least know your your biological parents, so mm. I guess you have you know the medical history of your no no okay <laughs> straight no uh, why why not no I, I really just don't know because my biological mother died and I don't know what she died from okay. they didn't write that they just said she died from a, a while of illness kind of. And there's a big culture difference, so you can't really ask anything you want to ask. Because I tried that, and they mm-hmm. said, she gets very upset, please don't ask. So I just stopped. So I can't really mm. find so out you... if I don't do like a DNA test or something. Mm. How old was she? Uh, I think she was 57, 60 something. That's quite young. Yeah, and my mother here is dead as well, and she died at 62, so... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have two dead mothers. Uh, yeah, depressing thought. <laughs> but do you know about your biological father? Because you no, that's the, also the funny thing, and I'm guessing there's a cultural difference here as well. Because I have never heard anything from him. It's always my sisters writing, and I they're see. older too. I have two older sisters. Ah, okay, but but they li- they know him. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I guess I don't, I'm not really sure how their living situation is now because they have children and they're married yeah. and things yeah, like yeah. that. Um, Life goes on. Yeah. Do they have Facebook? <laughs> no, I don't think because they don't know English, ah, so ah, it wouldn't okay. work anyway. Yeah, okay, it okay. kind of works actually. Yeah, I know just, it works, but I wouldn't be able to compete. Are you with uh, because you don't speak? <laughs> no, I don't speak Korean so or write it. Korean. <laughs> Oh, yes. Should I tell them that? Just learn English. <laughs> it's spoken everywhere. <laughs> exactly. So how hard can it be? We are talking here. Yeah. <laughs> so have you been to South Korea yet? No. Uh, I've, I've, I've always thought about it, of course. Um, but it's always a very daunting thought. Mm-hmm. Because one minute, but it's usually when you really can't go. When you think, I really, really want to go. And now, uh, because before I've always had a, like, I guess a good excuse. I've never had like a stable job and therefore a good income. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now I do. And now I have time. I have vacation days I can take. Um, So now I actually can go. Mm -hmm. But it's like, do I really want to go now? (laughs) It's like, do I want to see where I should have been brought up? Where, like, what school I might have gone to? There's like a lot of feelings and thoughts going into that. And like, if I meet my family, will we be able to communicate? Would I need an mm. interpreter? There's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm you don't thinking speak of Korean. No. no. So there's a lot of like the logistics, I guess, as, as yeah. well, and as just the feelings. And actually, I was in South Korea, and the the language barrier is quite big. Mm. I thought uh, it, when I was in Japan, I thought, yeah, those Japanese they really don't speak and much English, but in Korea it was even worse. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Yeah, uh, otherwise it's a nice country to to go. Mm, I bet. Uh, so yeah. the food is fantastic. <laughs> so. Uh, I know, I know. I've been there for two weeks, and we we went on one of those esports events, <laughs> yeah. which is super fun because it was they have it on TV also. Yeah, so you could see me on the national TV. Did you have a sign? Uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> but but the, they've been talking about because I I have dark hair, mm. so I don't look like a Swede. And with me was Ali, who is from uh, who who is an Arab. Mm. But when they talked about us, so so they showed us, and they have l- like those commentators mm. who comment the game. But in the in during uh, the pause, they they show the the people who sit there, and yeah. when they showed us, then they talked something about Sweden, Sweden, oh. and then we yeah because because we talked to the person who who owns the whole thing before, mm. and he told them that we are from Sweden oh. and so on. So I don't know what they said, but something about Sweden, and then here we are, a Arab <laughs> and a Pole. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. <laughs> uh, let us talk about the effects on the biological parents. Kim, you you knew your father yeah. quite well, I guess. Yes, um, my uh, biological father, uh, when I was born, he stopped with everything that uh, had to do with his uh, addiction and mm-hmm. uh, and he cleaned up his act. So uh, he, he was, um, when I was like seven or eight, he stopped smoking and uh, later he stopped with coffee and at the end he was like a vegetarian uh, yeah, and uh, 
that was because of me and uh, were you the youngest didn't you have because you have uh, my father only had one child I see. my mother okay. had three children and I, I was the oldest of those and um, he, he cleaned up his life and you know uh, they said he was going to die when he was 30 because of his uh, addiction okay. but uh, he survived till he was 64 mm. and they, they also promised him that if he cleaned up his act he would uh, get custody of me Okay, but uh, since uh, he had taken a lot of damage to the brain and uh, primarily his uh, balance and he had problems walking so he wasn't really fit to uh, take care of a child so but uh, yeah I mean uh, he called once a week all through my childhood and uh, came to visit once a month and uh, yeah till I was 18 and then um then uh, we had uh, contact uh, after that and at the the last few years since i got children of my own mm. he uh, we talked like three four times a week so we became that's, really close that's more than me and my father <laughs> yeah we <laughs> became like friends if you know what i mean yeah 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 that's really nice yeah. that's really nice yeah yeah so uh did he talk to you about regret or something like that yeah he uh, he blamed the government of course uh, social services and he was really angry at them and you know uh, of course they took his child mm. even if he had you know problems and his uh, ex or wife had uh, my mother had problems you know yeah they were still my parents in their mind um sure. they, they never forgave the authorities and stuff they he, he never trusted uh, the authorities or the government or anything at all you know uh but i mean who can blame him at at, at the same time it was his own fault yeah mm -hmm. and you know but uh, it's a deep wound to lose Absolutely, your child yeah. oh. because he never chose that mm, okay yeah so but did he have any understanding of of he, the social services side i guess yeah he he he's uh, he had a little uh, problem re uh, reasoning because mm. of his uh, drug addiction so mm. at times he, you know you could get in a loop with him when you talk because he wasn't like moving on at all mm -hmm. but at points when you really reached the point you know he he, he like admitted that it, it was his own fault and you okay. know he, mm. he he probably wanted to do things differently mm. but you know growing up in uh, the bad neighborhoods in sweden you know it's uh, it's not a good place no no mm. but where did he grow up also in those neighborhoods or? yeah in um Angered Gordstein mm. in uh, and it's like uh, these huge blocks where the poor people live. Yeah, and uh, and in turn, his father mm. was uh, an alcoholic too, mm. and you know had issues. So yeah, it, it, it's like that. Mm. At the yeah, how about you? Do you have those problems? I mean, if you if the whole family had these problems, yeah, of course I have a. Uh, predisposition to be an uh, addiction 
yeah. of course, both biological and, you know, my parents I grew up with too. Yeah. So I have to think about that very carefully. And maybe at some point when I was like 26, 27, I mm-hmm. was close, but oh, okay. uh, I went away and uh, and now I don't, I drink like very seldomly. Okay. But that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't have any kind of problem. That's that's really nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, Then the next thing on my list is the the effects on the adaptive parents because they are not the biological parents. They take someone from outside, even so it's a small child of most often, I guess. Mm. But it's still there's still uh, a difference. So Emily, I guess. You've been adopted, so, yeah. and your parents only had you and your sister, yeah. not like in, in a foster family. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you did your parents talk about this somehow? Not really. I should say it's it's uh, no. I wouldn't say because it's always been very obvious in our family because we look so very different. Yeah, I mean they're very. I mean they look like Swedish people, mm-hmm. and we don't. Me and my sister. Um, so it's never been something we've discussed in that because we really ha- haven't had to. Yeah. There's been no need for it. We've all known which is which. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the effects on them, I'm not really sure, to be honest. They've never really said anything about it. I don't think they got any like bad, any, anyone saying anything bad about it. Mm-hmm. But they, you must have fulfilled their dream of becoming a family. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, yeah. you, you don't adopt... Unless you really want this, you know, core family yeah. thing. At, so at, you have to be godsend to them. Well, yeah, I guess yes. But at the same time, uh, as with everything in human nature, you get used to it. And it's just family in the end. Yeah. So even, I guess, when I just came, it was like a miracle. Mm. But later on, I mean, when I actually knew what was going on and I can form memories and things, I, I just remember it being... Like, I guess this, these are my parents. I'm a child. I'm their mm. child. It's, it wasn't like, oh, she, she's so special. Uh, it was more other people in that sense that told me, you don't look like us. Mm. But at least you went uh, an accidental kid which didn't fit in right now because we don't have money and so on. So I guess they prepared f- for you, basically. Mm. Yeah. But that's also the... I guess there's all. I mean, there's good and bad things with adoption because you can kind of pick and choose uh, mm-hmm. what kind of kid you want. Uh, How I mean? Well, they they could say we don't want a disabled child. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they can never guarantee what you actually end up with, what kind of child, but yeah. you can tick like a box okay. for that. Yeah. And um, and overall, when adopting from say East Asian countries, usually they don't send boys. Uh, they like to keep them okay. culturally. It's a thing. And uh, mm. there have been a few boys sent, of course. Okay. Uh, but most usually you get girls. Mm-hmm. So you can tick like boy or girl, I guess both, uh, and things like that. So you can kind of, mm-hmm. like, and how old they are and things like that. Okay, okay. Okay. And how do you think your relationships to, to your adoptive parents is it? I'm. I'm wondering if it's somehow different than my relationship to my parents. Do, do you see them like 
like I see my parents or somehow different? I, yeah. I guess that's kind of hard to, yeah. to answer since I don't know the mm. other side. But I, th- I, I do think there is a difference mm. just because th- there's always this awareness that we don't look alike. Mm. So I actually have, like when I'm grown up now, because, you know, there's this stereotype of older men with some Thai mm. women in Sweden. Okay. So I'm always thinking, like when I'm out with my dad, like, do they think I'm his girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, from Thailand. Yeah. 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 But you don't really look Thai, but yeah. No, no, no. But for, you know, for people who don't <laughs> yeah. really, yeah. I guess, yeah. can see the difference or have thought of it. Mm. Uh, but, but, and sometimes we have actually had, I'm, I'm his daughter, I actually have had to say that yeah. not because there's been like an inappropriate mm. someone has been like oh blah blah blah, but it's just just to clarify mm. because it feels like they might think something else but, but when you talk about them you just tell everyone like that's that are your parents and mm. nothing more yeah they're my parents i mean it's obvious we're not blood related yeah so. You no, mean? but I mean, when you talk to people w- mm. who don't see your father, I I never met your father. Mm. I don't know if he looks like you or not. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Well, usually, as long as they know my name, since it's, it's a Swedish name, mm. they usually also tend to know that I'm adopted. Okay. So, uh, but sure, otherwise, because it usually comes down to my sister. Okay. When I talk to my sister, they 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 always ask, "Oh, is she adopted as well?" Ah. So that's pretty much where it is. N- never with my parents, just my sister, I guess. Ah, interesting. And how is it for you, Kim? Because you had you, you talked a lot with your father, but do you see your uh, foster parents as parents or? Yeah, I. That's uh, <coughs> mom and dad is my foster parents, okay. and uh, well, uh, I uh, didn't look like them, mm. and uh, you know. It's uh, nobody ever came forward to us and said, "Boy, boy, he looks like you," mm. because I didn't. So uh, you know, um, now that I have children on my own, yeah. everyone looks at my kids and say, "Wow, that's you!" <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, and yeah i never had that myself so uh, it's uh, different but you know it's not the end of the world but it's um, it's a new experience so when you tell when you tell to me based for example something about your parents are you talking about your foster parents and how do i know or will i know or should i care <laughs> uh, nowadays uh, after they're dead oh. i say foster parents okay because uh, when they were alive i said mom and dad but okay. uh, now i said my foster parents because uh, uh, not because my relation to them changed or anything mm-hmm. but you know you have to be honest with how the situation was Mm-hmm. And uh, when I say my dad, I, now I usually mean my biological father. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that changed when they died. I can't ex- fully explain why, but okay. my relation to them changed with that. Mm. How about your siblings then? Yeah, I was just going to get to that. It was probably because their real pa- children... Uh, their relation to me changed a lot when they went away. So they become really, okay. w- 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 
Uh, it took a really bad turn for the worse and uh, we don't speak today oh. so that's probably a part of it too mm. but uh, you know uh, I, 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 it was okay you know mm. Mm. because I hear you talking about your sister a lot uh, but that's, that's that's my foster care sister okay that was also in foster care okay okay because it's yeah I, I guess I But Don't. she is my sister. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I would never say foster sister yeah, about yeah. them. No, that's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're a rainbow split <laughs> family. You know, it's very. Uh, yeah, my brother. He has a sister and brother. You know, they're yeah. my brother's brother. Yeah, and, uh, but I'm. I don't have any relation yeah. to them. You know, so it's. Uh, Yeah, you just have to, you know, go with it. Yeah, I mean, that can be good also. Yeah, so. I have a whole family of my brothers, yeah. sister and mother, father, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and they are really kind and nice. They um, are really nice people. Mm -hmm. When you told about uh, that people tell you that your children look like you, I had uh, <laughs> something like that also when... when uh, Luna was really like three years old or something. Then an old woman came to us and we were just standing and she told us that she looks just like me, but she doesn't. No. <laughs> so people sometimes just uh, tell stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, had it had the bond between you, your siblings, uh, the foster siblings changed? Uh, after your parents died or is it depending on 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 who we are talking about so which of those yeah then, uh, it changed a lot with two of them and um yeah, yeah um it's like really complicated because uh, they uh, if it's simple if people can't treat you like an adult and respect you mm. you don't need them in your life it mm. doesn't matter if Yeah. Uh, you have some kind of connection because their parents took care of you. Yeah, yeah. They got paid for that, so don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, you, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean that happens also with with biological yeah. uh, siblings. So that's not nothing special. So. No, I, I no exactly. So uh, no, and that's what I want to point out that even if they had some alcoholic issues, a lot of children grow up with that. Yeah. So, you know. It's and as children was different then or so like was it yeah <laughs> yeah another thing that made uh, my first 10 years a little special was that they were like uh, selling uh, vegetables mm. at the market so a lot of my childhood i was uh, you know at the markets and mm. uh, playing with other kids that uh, had parents working there yeah uh, Knallar, we call them in Sweden. I don't know a <laughs> word in English for that, well, but it's a traveling salesman ah, thing. Exactly. You know, yeah. you put up your groceries, sell for a day, then you move on. So it's uh, every day in a different place, or basically no, uh, a couple of places where. Yeah, at times. At times, we went to new places and did stuff, and you know, uh, then you went there, and then you. You know, ran around like a little kid, and then mm. you met other kids. And, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, that's like, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's a way of life, and uh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, absolutely no. not. 
So how about you and your sister? So when you were children, how much older or younger? Eight years older. Oh, that's yeah, quite so that's older. quite a lot. But my brother is ten years younger than me. Mm. So yeah, that's nothing special. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> of course it happened. <laughs> yeah, but uh, did it change into adulthood? Uh, adulthood. Uh, so your relation to her, or is it basically? Well, like, I mean, like you know from other people. I'm not really sure if it's that much dif- that much difference mm. because I mean she uh, she moved out much earlier of course and, and she married someone and she had mm. kids and things like that to take Where care does she of live? in Stockholm well okay. like a suburb of Stockholm okay yeah. so um, and your father lives there also yeah okay. uh, she lives like one hour from her mm. um, but I, I wouldn't say much changed in that way i mean we were when we were small uh, she used to hit me a lot <laughs> we just fought okay. i went to sneak away and just went crying to mom and <laughs> got like privileges and things like that and my sister was just mad at me because i was the annoying little sister <laughs> who got to do what she wanted yeah but then i mean little siblings yeah <laughs> but then i mean then we just i mean we both grew up and when we realized we both have our we have our lives, we we don't really talk much. Mm-hmm. But that's not because we don't like each other or anything like that. It's just because we're very busy on mm-hmm. on both sides. So yeah. we know that when we pick up the phone and actually talk to each other, it's just it's everything's normal, everything's yeah. fine. Nice. Like what's going on with your life, what's going on with my life. Yeah. Okay. I'm at the end of my list. Did we forget something important? No, something I, I still I, want to do. I just think like uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, statistics about uh, mental issues and, you know, more suicides amongst uh, those adopters and stuff. Mm. And uh, yet at the same time, you get to hear like all your uh, childhood that you should be grateful. Mm. And that's something I don't really agree with 100%. I think mm. the parents should be thankful to take care of a kid, yeah. not the other way around ever. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You didn't choose your parents. No. no. Yeah. yeah. But I've heard parents saying, but I didn't choose this child as well. Not my parents, I should say, point out, but I've heard other people have had that said to them. But yeah. basically they did. <laughs> well, not my parents, but no, I so, mean, yeah, someone else stole yeah. their children. Like, yeah. Well, I didn't choose you exactly. And I'm thinking, no, you didn't sculpt a child. No. You didn't choose no. like what's, yeah. how they are, but it's, it's just, your child. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, that is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I heard about... Uh, a woman from India uh, that was adopted by two parents in Sweden and uh, they uh, separated and the father didn't want to talk to her again mm. because mm. it wasn't his daughter and you know if you adopt someone that's your daughter yeah. you yeah. can't Absolutely. choose that yeah. unchoose that and say no that was her decision mm. then that kind of stuff makes you very angry absolutely mm. yeah okay okay mm. thanks so thank you very much for joining me thank you it was a very uh, heavy, yeah, heavy subject, <laughs> subject but nevertheless really really interesting and i think i learned a lot and so thank you and goodbye bye hmm?